Hello and welcome everyone to Weekend Rental, episode 31. We are everyone's favorite bi-weekly gaming and geek culture podcast. You can find all things at weekendpodcast.com. And hey, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Google Play, why don't you leave us a review? It really helps us out. Uh, As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And for the very first time, Nate. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thanks, man. I'm excited. Thanks All right, so yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. And if you keep your shirt on going forward, we'd appreciate that too. <laughs> Closer option, optional, optional, <laughs> yeah, optional. <laughs> and we'll get more into Nate joining the podcast here in the middle. But of course, we got to jump right into buy, rent, burn. Recurring segment of the podcast. If you're not familiar, we all pick a game for a given system. This week, the Game Gear. And we'll play those games individually, and then we'll all give our opinion on which game we would buy, rent or burn. So this outing, Andy has gone with Psychic World, Nate has picked Last Action Hero, and I've gone with a cop-out, Sonic Chaos. Uh, so let's go back up to the top and hear a little bit about these games. We'll start with Andy's pick, Psychic World. I will read the description on this one. So Dr. Navik needs you to use his special ESP booster to rescue young Cecily. Cicely? I don't know. It doesn't matter. She and her sister, Lucia, uh, were his assistants, and the monsters Dr. Navik kept for experiments escaped with her. That doesn't really explain how she's... Anyway, uh, venture out into this frightening, magical, and often beautiful world to fend off many creatures and dangers and save poor Cicely? Cecily? Person? Why did she escape? That's what I want to know. The story doesn't... <laughs> I'm not sure what happened that they needed to leave and why she also took monsters. Well, are you surprised that the graphics are very anime-ish? No. <laughs> After hearing all that? I am not. <laughs> Although it's tough to even like find that in the game gear. It's not super detailed. <laughs> right. Yeah. That said, it has the most story out of pretty much all of the games that we brought. That's true. Although there's a humdinger leading up to Nate's last action hero, which <laughs> is atrocious. We'll get to that gem in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Psychic world is, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a run and gun as, but if your gun only went like two feet in front of you. And if for some reason your character just spontaneously burst into like full out hyper sprint, yeah, uncontrollably for no reason, <laughs> which when you're emulating that, it's not so bad. But I imagine on the Game Gear, it's just like a blur of like pixelated shit across your screen. Yep. Yeah, it's you just like turn up the speed like on a dime. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. It's uh, I wasn't expecting that at all because I was like, did I push a button? Did I push <laughs> it wrong? And then I was like, well, now I need to run. And do I like double tap? And, and nothing was happening. And then I just find like the more you walk, the faster you start going. And then you begin sprinting <laughs> like full on sprint. Faster than Sonic. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Blast processing on the Game Gear. Who knew? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get a total uh, grasp on the power-up system. Like, one of the power-ups I used, it, like, did something to my suit, and then I had to restart the level. 
Um, okay, I think Nate said he had something. Yes, too like that. I had that same problem, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. It was the the power up circle, and then I was like, "Oh, what does this circle do?" And then I clicked it, and then I'd go back to the beginning of the stage every single time. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna do something. I have no idea what that whole thing is all about. It's awful. Yeah. So, do you know, is this based on, like, an actual anime, or is this just something in that vein? Um, I don't know, but I will look it up quick. I'm sure it's something. In comparison to Mega Man, like, is actually pretty fitting, now that I think about it. Did anyone progress past that plant that you dropped down the waterfall to get to? Because that's su- where I got stuck, surprisingly, early into this game. I died, like, half a dozen times, and I was like, I am not getting this yeah i got a little bit farther than that but not too much farther okay so the difficulty is real on this one yeah i got uh i don't know if you got the power up after that there's like a like three line blue lines if you use if you use that one you could like shoot four things or three things at once made made it a lot nicer i did not get past the plant at all so i got to the plant and started battling and i felt like destroyed me really quick yeah it was kind of brutal i felt defenseless i i really didn't i really didn't know how to maybe properly use the the power-ups but i don't know it's kind of one of those games though that's like surprisingly decent in the graphics department for the game gear i thought it looked pretty appealing it's not like it almost reminded me of like psycho fox where like it's just bright and colorful and fun but then i found just the brutality of like the enemy spawns and stuff was kind of annoying it kind of kept it from being more enjoyable it would have been better if there'd have been like checkpoints like if i'd have died in the plant if i could have checked back in like at the top of that or something instead of going way back to the yep. level and having to run back which on a portable game that's kind of a no-no to like make people restart mm-hmm I didn't hate it. I just didn't get far enough to really get much out of the game, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, as, does it get better once you get past that plant? Uh, that once you got that power up, I really enjoyed it after that. It seemed like it would go a little bit farther, the, you know, the, the bullets, and it was wider. So made it a little bit easier. But That's what she said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was a, looks like it was a Master System game first, <laughs> like a lot of things. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then I got ported over. Yeah. I can see that. Like, feels more like it would be at home on a home console than, again, a portable, just the way the level structure was set up and the respawning. And Yeah, and <laughs> it has to be pretty small on a Game Gear. Like the characters. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because, yeah, that character sprite is tiny, and so are the enemies, like at the bottom of the screen. I don't know what it has to do with being psychic, though. I didn't figure that out. Well, the, all the powers are ESP, right? That's Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. That's true. The description did say that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, not much to say. It, t- it takes place in the year 19XX. So it's... Oh. Yeah. All the way in the future. Yeah. XX. Although <clears throat> I thought this... Like, I read the storyline before I played it. I thought that was kind of interesting and um, a lot of potential for the game. But again... I'm sure it got a whole lot better as soon as you defeat that plant and start gaining a little bit more power. But 
Not this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have the willpower for that. No. Well, should we move on to last action hero? Or do we have more to say on Psychic World? No, we're no. good. Okay. So I'm going to read the description for Last Action Hero, and I find this description offensive and just propaganda ridden <laughs> in almost every way. It is all heresy. So here we go. Last Action Hero blasts you out of the real world, onto the silver screen, and back again in the nonstop action adventure <laughs> based on the epic <laughs> fantasy feature starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <clears throat> Bullshit. Uh, the movie hero, Jack Slater. <laughs> You'll team up with your biggest fan, Danny Madigan, who's got a magic movie ticket that's a ticket to serious trouble. Leaping between both the movie world and the real world with the magic ticket, you get into wild chases and deadly fights with the most dangerous criminals imaginable. Last Action Hero delivers all the excitement of the Schwarzenegger film <laughs> with just one difference. The difference being they both suck. You're the star. But this time, you must ultimately defeat the Archenchman Benedict to ensure a happy ending you can't make that better that is that might like this might be my buy based on this write-up alone (laughs) this game (laughs) it was a pretty epic write-up for sure i mean when you do a movie license game if you really want to like blow smoke up your own ass about the awful movie you made like i don't know if you can get somebody to write a better description there that was amazing although i do feel that you text me about that movie and you're like Oh, it's, it's pretty good. I've Didn't watched it that? a lot. Yeah. I, I actually loved it. it as a kid. I watched it. I rented it all the time. I don't know why. It's terrible, but I loved it. I vaguely remember the movie. Maybe that's something we should review someday. We should see if it's on Netflix. It's probably not. It's probably under a rock somewhere that nobody wants to overturn. Right. Does Arnold play a uh, firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think but you're playing actually, as the kid. Is it, are you playing as Arnold in the game, or is it the kid? It's probably the kid, I, I suppose. I don't know. I why. thought you were playing as Arnold. I can't tell the pixels, so I mean that would explain why the, he was so broad-shouldered. I guess it makes more and sense. And like six foot six, and yeah. whatever. Nothing says last action hero like let's douse this with an extinguisher, <laughs> right? I can't Absolutely. believe that was the first thing yeah. in that game. It's like an action game, and it's like nope. The first thing is you have to put this fire out. <laughs> I love the innovation, too, of, like, we're going to make the action button do everything in this game. So it might be, like, jump. It might be punch. It might be (laughs) pull out a fire extinguisher. Like, I'm curious to how many things you can map to one button in a game. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting pick for me. So action beat him up. Not much to say about it. Uh, But it is it plays pretty slow and just awkward. Everything is awkward about that game. but as I was I was reading just some reviews on it just to get a little bit of background, and apparently it, it follows the movie fairly well, it says. Um, but I really don't remember that part, even with the fire extinguishers in the no. movie at all. So I was really confused by that. <laughs> but then if you get past if you get past that, then there are a couple of top-down car chases. If you can get past the first level. <laughs> Which I don't know if you can even get through that because <laughs> there's no way to avoid a hit. Like you can't no. dodge punches, so it's no. like how, you have to find enough life to like take a beating to get through. It's so frustrating. It's poorly designed. They give you the ability to duck, 
but it does nothing. It yeah, absolutely does yeah. nothing. They can still <laughs> shoot you in the head. They can still punch you in the face. It's purely cosmetic. So I'm like, why Why do we have this crouch that absolutely does nothing? Doesn't well, and then if, even if you did crouch, they have the epic uh, bowling technique of just like slowly rolling hand grenades <laughs> yes. at your feet for some reason. Oh, that made me so mad. And I was like, okay, this guy's just punching. And then all of a sudden he pulls out a gun. And I'm like, okay, well, let me try to duck. And then I duck, and then all of a sudden he's whipping bowling balls at me. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very frustrating. And and when you finally get up to him and start wailing on him, you can only get like three hits in, and then they punch you right back. Yeah. That's so unsatisfying. And you fly back six feet. Yep. And then you got to crawl back up to him. It was terrible. And like the level design in that first stage, too, where like the floor, I guess, falls away, but it's not clearly evident based mm. on the art design. So it's like everyone is going to fall into that hole the first time they go through. I yep, mean, you I can't did. tell. So if if you, um, I think it's either on Wikipedia or Google, if you look up this game and uh, it'll have uh, similar games underneath. And it, <laughs> the, one of the games was Blues Brothers on the NES. It's <laughs> just like that game. Um, Bram Stroke, uh, Stoker's Dracula is on that and world championship boxing manager just like that game <laughs> just like that game that's, I, I was like wait a second i don't even know that that's part of this so <laughs> they both have punching you know same thing it, roughly yeah yeah that's a broken system i guess for a movie tie-in game it's a, it's kind of about what i expected i mean visually i can't say it looks bad on the game gear i just no. Everything else about it, though, is pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I couldn't, yeah, couldn't imagine, <laughs> couldn't imagine sticking with this for very no. long. Yeah, definitely was not received well, just like the movie. So it's got that going for it <laughs> or not going for it <laughs> or not going for it. All right. So let's go into the last one. My pick uh, Sonic Chaos. Uh, so the description, Dr. Robotnik has stolen the Red Chaos Emerald, and it's up to you, Sonic the Hedgehog, to get it back. As Sonic or Tails, the two-tailed fox, you'll zip through the zones using your quick moves and quicker thinking to collect rings and evade Robotnik's latest batch of badniks. Um, I kind of picked this one because, from what I understood, it was the only original Game Gear Sonic game, but I came to find out that this actually did get released for the Master System in Europe uh everywhere else it came out in the game gear but <clears throat> i don't know about, like if you guys have played the other sonic games on game gear but m for the most part they're hot trash um and i found them frustrating poor controlling this one for whatever reason like they figured it out and i almost feel like they nailed it like this is actually a really good sonic game they did they completely understood the context of the character and the platform that it was on like levels are stupidly short so you like feel a constant progression going through, which is exactly what you want on a handheld. It feels fast. There's a like some new innovations. You've got the rocket booster. You've got like the bouncing pad boosts. Um, and then it's kind of interesting because you don't fight Robotnik at the end of each stage. You just fight different um, weapons or at the third stage or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I was I was pleasantly surprised with this. Um, I think this might be one of my favorite. 2d sonic games honestly i didn't expect it to be good i thought it was gonna be trash like the rest of them but really good game especially compared to every other sonic game on the game gear 
Am I crazy? Um, You're both looking like I want to slap him. This makes sense coming from somebody who likes the Bubsy games. You bought it on I PS4. I didn't think it was that I, bad. You pre-ordered it on PS4. Don't judge me, Andy. It, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> the, it, the I'm saying it reminds me of Bubsy a little bit because of the screen being so small. And they it's it's sure. Sonic, but it's zoomed in so much that you can't yeah. see where you're going at all. Luckily enough, they've designed it in a way that there's not. I mean, they're they're pretty empty as far as enemies. There's oh not yeah, there's many. nothing. So, Every time I jumped, I assumed there were going to be spikes below me because you can't even see anything. And yeah. then, um, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you guys will learn this about me, and you probably already know that I don't have a lot of Sega experience, and especially Sonic experience. I played like the uh, one, two, and three. Um, but that, that's about it. So to me, it was just like any other Sonic game that I've ever played. Um, I did, I'll agree. Like the controls are really nice in this one. Um, and you can control, I believe you can control tails. Um, yeah, you can like in in flight, but I mean, you can control them in flight, which is kind of cool. Right. And, um, I think there was something that this was the first first sonic game where you could actually choose to play him and it was kind of was it his debut is that right i think he's a playable character um he had been around in all the other game gear games but he was like a secondary like ad or there was and then i think following this there was a dedicated tales game right like kind of a Mm spinoff of the game gear but yeah this was the first playable instance that i know of other than maybe like co-op in sonic 2 on the genesis yeah, I mean, you, if you play two players, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you can be Tails and the other one. But you're okay. not, like, the main character, for sure. Yeah. But could you control in, in flight with Tails? Yeah, you could games? fly a little bit, but the camera still was on uh, Sonic, so... Yeah, okay. you were you were more of, like, an assist character than a playable character. Yeah, sure. No, it seemed very familiar to me. Um you know, sound effects with like the spin dash and everything. It just seemed like a good, good Sonic game. I will say like it suffers from the same issue that all the Master System and Gen- or Game Gear games have where it can't render enough on-screen sprites so that even if you have 99 rings and you get hit, only five of them yeah. come back out for you to grab, which really sucks in a boss fight. Because like you find yourself just juggling that last ring over and over again. Yep. Yeah. And it, did you guys experience any slowdown? Uh, I maybe didn't. bits, but I didn't really notice it. Okay. Yeah, that could have been just my emulator or something too. But yeah, it will, I think yeah. because the levels were so short, I didn't really go after any rings. I didn't jump for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured I'd get a whole bunch as, as the levels progress, and then all of a sudden I get to the first level boss and. I have two rings, and I couldn't understand, okay, how how do I kill him? Because uh, Dr. Robotnik, you typically jump right on top of him and then do that three times. And so this one was a little bit different because the top was the spring. And so that was kind of interesting, just a, just a different way to kill him. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was more or less just a Sonic. It was just a much more smooth experience than I was expecting, to be honest. 
Yeah, it's about as best as you could do for a Game Gear version, right? Yeah, I think it's realistic. I well, said I said consistent, and then Ryan like killed me. He's like consistent. You know, Sonic is the least consistent franchise ever, and <laughs> went off on that. <laughs> well, I was like, well, to I, me, it seems pretty consistent. I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I think it's the people that aren't consistent. Sonic's always consistent. Maybe I don't know. I think Sonic is Sonic is a little uh, bipolar at this point. <laughs> Well, he did have that wolf stage that was. And his bestiality stage. Yeah. 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 Which we'll get to revisit the 2019 <laughs> film. I can't wait. Uh, so now that we've heard a little bit about all the games, why don't we, why don't we do our picks? We'll go back up to the top. Andy, which would you buy, rent or burn? Well, I think be it, gentle. Yeah. I think it's been stated before that I am a Sonic fan. You are. So you have a number one hit song on our station. Yeah, I think it's in the Ukraine or something. It's on the radio. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, so that's got to be my buy. It's just because if you're a Sega Sonic fanboy, doesn't matter how crappy the games are, you got to stick by your man, right? And uh, that's what they say. Yeah, and this always, always follow your hog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my wear hog. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be my first uh, choice if I was going to say, let's play a Sonic game. I actually, and I think the uh, Neo Geo game is better than this. The Neo Geo Pocket Sonic game. Yeah. This felt like almost like an evolution of that, though. Like, I totally felt where that came from after playing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think just because of the what the hardware is and what you had to design around that's about as good as you're going to get yeah and i don't know it's it's serviceable serviceable i played it a little bit different i just pushed right kind of didn't worry about you know taking different ways up to find secrets or anything like that i was just kind of flying through it as much as i could um and like you said the rings thing like there's no point in collecting a ton of rings so right um yeah, so uh, my rent is going to be uh, Psychic World. I think it was pretty enjoyable, but I kind of would be interested to see how that would play on an actual Game Gear. Because once yeah. we, once I started thinking about that, like playing it, it seemed like a full console game uh, when you're emulated on a big screen. So <laughs> if you're doing yeah, when it you're on sucking a down Gear, like six double D batteries in thirty minutes, it's probably gonna be tough to get through. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's that hard respawn and yeah. It's not a uh forgiving game either. Um but I think I like the premise of it. You know. And I would I would enjoy finding more uh power-ups if I could <laughs> stick with it, but uh yeah. and my, my burn's got to be last action hero. Was, Say it ain't so. I, Are you I'm, sure about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm not grabbing the extinguisher for this one. <laughs> Do you need me to read the description for you again? Because it's supposedly really good. I mean, it's that's... Epic. Yeah, that's... If I didn't end up playing the game and just read it, that would probably be our, our number one, right? 
as like a 10 year old and you're like oh my gosh i gotta have this you just gotta keep working towards that happy ending you just <laughs> gotta do it gotta do it yeah <laughs> uh, nate how about you um this was a this was interesting for me for for my buy i was kind of going back and forth from uh sonic to psychic world because i feel like there's if i could get past that dumb plant i think it could potentially be a decent game um but again sonic is pretty familiar and that's just you kind of kind of have to buy it you have to buy it so um buying sonic psychic world again i feel like there's more to it but i picture myself getting sucked in at the blockbuster reading you know that and being like oh that could be a good game so i could rent that one and then i brought hot trash my first uh first podcast <laughs> episode i was like um this could be a good game this could be a good game it, even though I knew the movie was not good. And so definitely It's uh, usually how it works. Awful movie, great game. That's, that's how definitely it works. burning that. So especially Schwarzenegger action ones. hero. Oh yeah, Schwarzenegger games are always they're, although they're everyone's like 50 like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so unsurprisingly I'm I'm right there with you guys. Uh I spent the most time playing Sonic Chaos. I just had the most fun with it. Psychic World I liked a lot. I just again got stuck early on. Um, and I think I, I would rent it, but like, I would actually like to pick this up for the master system. I think it would be a good buy on there. So I might try to track down a copy of that at some point. I think it's European only, but. Ah, son of a, that explains a lot actually. Yeah. Got to reach out to our European listen listeners. Uh-huh. All none of them. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to burn last action hero. That was, I don't even know if it's possible to really progress past that first stage and if it is i don't want to find out how i'm good <laughs> i'm good you don't want to watch a long play of that no okay well maybe I, I would hope you would get something better than just punching because it's a bad beat-em-up if that's what it is it's yeah. not yes. a very satisfying beat-em-up at all it's true it's no it's more of like a take a punch him up and the music was obnoxious and repetitive. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, kind of for all these games, they were in that. Yep. Yeah. Very I true. don't have a lot of Game Gear experience, so I really wasn't sure. Like, was there a ton of limitations for the music, um, or are there actual Game Gear games that have some pretty solid soundtracks? I mean, it's pretty competent i think like it was better at pushing out like visuals on an 8-bit platform than anything yeah but i mean there are some really good soundtracks in some of these game gear games because it's essentially just the master system hardware shrunk down yeah then again your capacitors went out and never then your sound quit working on your game that's, gear. that's usually how that worked but back then they probably didn't go out it's more like a 2000s problem <laughs> yeah yeah, almost All every right. single one is like somebody's like, oh, this Game Gear is per works perfect, except the sound doesn't work. Right. Or the screen is too dim or, or something. Or the screen is washed out. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I wonder what that is. It's weird nobody has made like a straight to TV like adaptation. I mean, I know that you can get like that weird cart to plug into like a Retron 5, but there's got to be a better way to do that. I can't believe that somebody hasn't just made like a cartridge that pops into a Genesis. I don't think nobody, kinda... anybody cares. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> there you go. 
My Ren Burn complete. <laughs> Fuck the Game Gear. <laughs> All right, so diving into the meat of the podcast, let's let's start with the topic at hand here, I guess. Uh, Nate has joined the podcast with Justin um, stepping away, so... Um, Nate, I guess we've known you. We've all been friends for a while now. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your sign? Yeah. Capricorn, oh. I think. Hi, I'm not really sure. I'm really bad at that. We'll go with I that. I think Capricorn, but yeah, excited to be here. I am. Um, I think we, how many years? Two years? Maybe. Mm, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. I've known Ryan and Andy maybe a year. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, that's true. Because like I found out about you through Andy, through Twitter, and then I think you and I met before Andy. Creepily I, in a Costco parking lot. Yeah, because I won <laughs> won your giveaway, which I suspect was just an excuse to get to meet the Almighty Vigi Gamer. You know, I'm, well, I'm kind you know, of, that's how I roll. I'm kind of a big deal. Wait, YouTube yep, giveaways are rigged. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> that uh i guess we might as well talk about it since you're first time on the show i mean you do well actually you were our first guest too this is my podcast. second yeah second yes. time on the show that's so. right we tested out the and hopefully program. i get a third uh, yes i'm guessing I'm we'll have you for back. that yeah okay so good. far so good, <laughs> good. So, so if people want to find you on social media you do a um very nintendo focused NES I am. Uh, YouTube channel. And what is that? I am. Uh, it's Cartridge Fun. Um, and all the socials, Twitter, Instagram are that as well, at Cartridge Fun. Um, Which we'll get up at the definitely site, podcast.com. Sure. Yeah, so definitely Nintendo-driven. I have a very focused NES collection where it used to just be the games that I really like to play, and then it just started really getting out of hand. And so now I feel like I have to have them all or as close to all as I can. Um, so that's really what my focus is. And now that, you know, Ryan and Andy have kind of been in my life, which is beautiful, guys. Um, I'm starting to get this, this like you just made this Sega awkward. stuff. <laughs> I know I, I brought it, brought it weird. But now I'm starting to get like this Sega stuff in my collection, some unlicensed NES games in my collection. So you guys have really messed me up. But, uh, yeah, I kind of admire your ability to stick to the NES because that's where I started too. And now I have four walls surrounding me and like 20 consoles in front of me. So more power to yeah. you for not spreading yourself into every nook and cranny of every console. Because let me tell but you, it's it gets, starting it gets to crazy. progress. It's starting to progress now with the, you know, I got my Genesis from Andy. And then you guys wouldn't stop talking about the PS4 and all that stuff. So <laughs> I recently bought a PS4 and started to dive into some of that stuff. And now I'm like, oh, I should really buy some games for that. I re really need to get more games. So it's it's going to get out of hand really fast. I'm prepared for it. Just as long as you don't start in. like, <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't start buying like the crappy systems and all the games for that, like somebody else on this podcast. <laughs> when you look no, at your I'll, wall I'll and you it. wonder why you have a Wonder Swan collection, you've gone in too deep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, thanks for joining us. I don't know. It's good to have uh, 
good to have you on the podcast. I'm sure it'll be yep. good going forward. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, again, anytime. The whole reason I started YouTube was because I felt like there was no one out there that had the same strange hobby that I had. So, um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and just try to be a part of a community where I can actually talk about what I have, which I think a lot of guys in that retro world start because of that. They don't feel like they have a community around them. And then I find out, wait a second, there's, there's other people in close proximity that <laughs> like the same thing that I do that that's really abnormal. So, um, and then it's just, yeah. So making videos of that stuff and taking pictures of that stuff and then now progressing to on a podcast, talking with you guys about the stuff that we love, I think just makes sense. <clears throat> I'm excited about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I was the same way when I started out four years ago with the YouTube thing, it was just like, I want to share this with somebody and then never thinking that anyone would be as like sad and pathetic as me and like have the same like dorky, uh, midlife crisis obsession. And then here I'm on a podcast with two other people that are like in my backyard, essentially doing the same thing. It's right. kind of like, it's kind of amazing. It's been, um, it's been a weird journey. Which that has brought us all together. I yes. mean, pretty much YouTube. So right now, we, cool. now we have the other, every other Friday circle jerk and, uh, Come swap. I mean, game swap. It's been really good. So <laughs> <laughs> I just made it weird. All right. Yeah. So you, let's tra- you, you took it to another let's level. Let's transition out of here. I want to start off with a, a, a new story that I found hilarious and horribly yeah. sad. And that was the uh, Spider-Man Easter egg. I don't know if you guys saw this. I threw it on Twitter. Was it the marry me? Yeah. So this guy messaged uh. Insomniac. It was like, I want to propose to my girlfriend in a special way. Can you help me out? Insomniac jumped on it. They were gracious enough to do it. So there's a marquee in Insomnia in, in the new Spider-Man game that says, Maggie, will you marry me? Only she dumped him before the game came out. So this yes. poor guy has like just salt in the wound because... And little did he know right. that she hates video games, and so she would never see it. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. And then uh, the best was that I like, had paraphrased a couple of like the emails or the Twitter conversation between Insomniac and this guy, and they had come back and said, like, well, can are you sure you can wait till September whatever day, 7th? And he's like, we've been together five years, and I think we can make it another few months. And, <laughs> this uh, is forever. I guess not, bud. I guess not. <laughs> But they the, should have started with the question, does she know you guys are dating right now? Right. <laughs> I think that's where they should have started with this guy. And, and Insomniac yeah. has graciously offered to patch that out. So good on them. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Patch. Ouch. Do you, do you think it makes a difference? Like, do you think she feels bad now that's like, oh, I could have. I could have been, you know, proposed to in a Spider-Man game. What was I could have been somebody. <laughs> you know, I have a suspicion if she's a normal woman, she's probably just this has solidified her decision. Yeah. And walking away was like a hundred percent A okay. I think it'd be funny if, you know, he was trying to propose to her and he gets the game like opening day and he's like, all right. I got to find this thing and I don't know how many hours this game actually is, but maybe to like take 20 hours to explore, like where the heck is this sign would be absolutely hilarious. It's too bad. It didn't work out for them. It is too bad, but it makes for a great story. It does. We're thankful for that. 
laughing at other people's misery is always a good time. I always wonder that even like in sporting events, you get the guys that are like, oh, it's going to be up on the screen and, and it's like, oh, the pressure, like, what if she says no? And I'm pretty sure there are videos where they're like, no, I don't want to do this. Why are you, why are you being really dumb right now? (laughs) We've been together for five days. It's forever. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, if you do something like that, it's almost like you're trying to trap them, right? Like, oh, get them in sure. front of people, so she has to I'm say yes. Force your yes. Yeah. <laughs> we will be together forever. <laughs> the stadium says so. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, at least yeah, if you I fail in a stadium, that. you're getting a pity date out of that. I imagine, right? Like somebody, <laughs> some woman saw that somewhere and is like messaging this guy on Facebook. He's. He's the most romantic man ever. Yeah. I gotta have that. Well, he's the most eligible gamer right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he had to buy his copy of Spider-Man also. It'd be even worse. Maybe he'll be on the like the next episode of The Bachelor. Like, he will be the next Bachelor. They'll see his sap <laughs> story, and they're like, yes, we gotta have this. Instead of walking into the room with the girls, he just, like, swings in on a rope with the Spider-Man costume, like, <laughs> pulls it off. It's gonna be great. We gotta have that. We gotta have that. Somebody contact ABC. He's reenacting the kissing scene over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Now that's going to be stuck in my head. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. That's how I contribute to this podcast now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anybody else been watching uh, <coughs> Tom Clancy's John Ryan? Or as I like to call it, um, Jim Halpert show? That's why I can't watch it, because it's like, you can't take him seriously. No, I know we've been, we started it and I'm just like to my wife, I'm like, want to watch another episode of Jim Halpert? She's like, sure. (laughs) So let me tell you the horror story. Like, okay, first off, like a show like this is not something that I'm super into. Like there are a lot of things in life that require seriousness. Um, when it comes to my consumption of media, um, in, in, in the form of television and movies, drama is never that for me. Like I don't, I don't want that. Like I'm very much into, I want sci-fi and stupid and comedy. Uh, So this is not a show I would typically like, but I will say it's been pretty good, but I got completely boned by Amazon prime. So I don't have Amazon prime. Justin uh, of weekend rental has Amazon prime, which I've been using. And I (laughs) went to go watch it. He'd watched the whole series. So I started it over from the beginning, right? Somehow the fucking thing derails. And after the first episode, it plays the eighth episode, the last episode. I didn't know. I was like, this progressed quickly. What happened? And I watched the fucking end of the series unbeknownst to me. And I was like, I'm like, what's going to happen now? Like, there's like six more episodes. And I'm like, oh, shit. I just this like spoiled this whole thing for me. So was it literally one of those moments where you're like. I didn't see that coming. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I was just like, I thought this was going to be the running storyline. I guess not. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) wait a minute. So yeah. So that's been great. So we watched, we finished the series in like under two hours and now we're going back through and watching the shit we missed. But 
That's one way to binge it. Yeah, it kind of pisses me off because it it didn't ruin it for me, but it kind of sucks. I'll say. So fuck you, Amazon Prime. (laughs) (laughs) That I don't pay for. (laughs) Uh, It's good, though. It's worth watching. Does he ever? I have not seen it. Does he ever look at the camera? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and then he raises his eyes, like, eyebrows like this. <laughs> he does. He, it's funny because, like, yeah, like you said, like you can't shake the office, like from looking at his face. I can't either. But he he does the role justice, and it's like the amount of money they must have spent on this show is unbelievable. Because there's like worldwide locations. There's like a ton of uh, support characters, so it's got a big budget, probably bigger than it should have, but it's. It's worth a watch for eight episodes. Why not? If you've already oh. got Prime, especially. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Just watch it in Prime. order. I don't know. I kind of don't go to eight. I'm kind of interested in uh, checking out your way of watching series. It did yeah. wrap up really nicely. Like yeah. I wasn't lost at all, but I was super disappointed at the end of it. To you get an introduction to the character and then you face, see where they yeah. end up. <laughs> Yep, snuffed out that bad guy. What's next? Oh, nothing. That's right. Okay. Uh, so you have a new PS4. What kind of games yeah. have you been playing? Not much. Like, I've been texting Ryan, and I was like, man, I feel so edgy now that I have a PS4 and a Sega. Super edgy. <laughs> I can play all these cool games now. And I really haven't played much. I um, I played through... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, which yeah. is a fantastic game. Ryan responded, "Welcome to 2017." Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't decided I mean, if, if we're friends on Twitter or if I'm just a troll. I haven't like I'm debating on where <laughs> yeah. I sit with you. So. <laughs> yeah, so I've been enjoying it actually. Um, I again, I'm a big retro guy. NES is pretty much all I play and and so when I got the switch I was like oh this is pretty this is pretty cool you know Zelda looks really nice and then I put the PS4 on and you know my first game was I don't remember what the first game was uh maybe Mafia 3 cuz it was one of the free downloads and I was like oh my gosh this <laughs> looks amazing this <laughs> looks real and, and so I had that moment where it was um, it was crazy. But I have a stack of games that I got to kind of determine which one is worth playing next now that Horizon <clears throat> Zero Dawn's done. Brothers, Brothers is the next one. I, I'm telling you, okay. man, that game made me it's pretty tear good. up. It's like one of my favorite gaming experiences. But I, I highly recommend if you're going to play it, you just carve out four hours and you sit down and just like in one experience. Ingest it just like a movie. It. It's so okay. good. Yes. Yeah, I, I have that and and Monster Hunter, Wolfenstein, Diablo, Song of the Deep, and Doom in The Last of Us. That's the stack here, and then down I have Destiny you mean and stuff. Ryan dropped off a pile of games for you to work through. He <laughs> donated to uh, to Casa Cartridge Fund. So I felt like I had to bring you up to speed with what you've been missing out on, and I gave you a pretty. And you good did it very quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good No, it's yeah, it's, a good it's great. I love it. It's a great uh great console. I mean it just does way more than the Switch does. Uh I still like the Switch, but even like Fortnite looks 
and plays a little bit better than the Switch. Oh, for sure. Um, so I've been really, really happy with it. I'm really excited to start exploring, like, purchasing games myself. Um, so I went to GameStop and I was kind of hunting around, but for me, not having any zero, zero PlayStation background, I wasn't sure, okay, what's a good game? Oh, you know, there's a ton of like $9 titles yeah. out there. And so to go in and say, okay, which ones are worth buying? And accord, you know, according to Ryan, a lot of these games now are super cheap. So there yeah. are probably great games for $9, but. I always associate cheaper as as crap with Nintendo. I was trying to explain to Nate like the paradigm of like depreciation on non Nintendo consoles. Like on (laughs) Nintendo, a quality game is always fifty bucks indefinitely. Yeah, but on like other consoles, a fifty dollar blockbuster is twenty dollars a month later, and it's still a great game. It's just like the depreciation factor is real. It's way down because the market's so much bigger. You know. Yep. So yeah, like for the most part, like a lot of stuff that you can grab for like ten or less on the PS4 is gonna be worth your time. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. like, there's shit like on anything, but for less than ten, sure. as well give it a shot if it looks interesting. I mean, and most the, of the time, a you know, place hit you can't go wrong. Oh yeah, it's true. Oh really? And the PlayStation Network, that's really nice. Uh, I've never had an online service before that actually makes sense, and <laughs> um, and so yeah, the the free downloads almost you know weekly are coming out of some game to check out and that's that's really nice and it's just kind of opening my eyes to the world of gaming cuz i really don't think i was a part of it everyone's talking about these you know on twitter they're like oh my gosh this game is so amazing and i'm like cool i'm playing super mario brothers cuz that's all i have and um yeah it's I'm excited to really kind of start diving into it and really, really get some good quality titles. So speaking of your first instance of a real online network, uh, with Nintendo's not probably so real online network officially launching, uh, has anyone caught wind of the breaking news where the eShop has been updated and that cloud save feature that they've been touting? appears to be game specific and there are key Nintendo titles that do not support cloud save like a number of first party titles. So the one thing that was worth purchasing this for is now probably not going to be what we hoped. And they should know this ahead of time. Every time they should know this. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. It makes complete sense when you know who's doing it, but yeah, right. Wow. So I was super pissed when I heard that because I was like, whatever, I'll pay the 20 a year. It's worth the cloud saves and a few free games. But now it's like, oh, I can't back that up. Super. Because realistically, like my first Switch is probably not going to last forever. Like I've actually started noticing. I looked at it because I dock my console a lot. I've already got like a curve starting on it. So it's warping. Oh, boy. So how bad is it going to get before I need to buy a new one? And then what can I transfer over? It's ridiculous. Huh. I haven't even paid attention. I always just play on dock and I've never actually taken a look at it. So hmm. I haven't played it. I mean, it's a great concept, but yeah, I haven't played it now that I have a PS4. I feel like I'm betraying Nintendo right now. (laughs) No, they betrayed themselves by not locking down their eShop and like inundating us with 25 Nindies and like ported 10 year old games. 
like it's hard to feel appreciative of this console anymore because I feel like it's just buried itself. And in fact, what I'm using as a coaster right now, I picked up uh, Owl Boy because like everyone was like, "Oh, this is a great game, Owl Boy!" Yeah. And, like, and I just like put it in and I started playing it, and it's not that it's bad, but it's like this is like the tenth thing like this that I've played in the Switch already. And like, yeah. I just could not like, I played about two hours and I was like, I'm going to put this down. Like it just, this is what I've been doing for the last two years outside of breath of the wild. Well, and I did that on the Wii U. So that's not even true. Uh, but yeah, they're just killing, they're killing any momentum they had by not just like quality of life improvements, like just basic shit that they should understand at this point or pay someone who understands to tell them what to do. That's not stupid. Sorry, Nintendo. I love you. It's 2018. <laughs> How much did you buy right. Oh Boy for? Uh, 29. Why? Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like all those games. Oh, yeah, it's like 10 bucks anywhere else. Yeah, it's yeah. They've been 10 bucks on PC for how long, you know? And yeah. Or digital PS4. And. Yeah, once you get burnt like that. So many times, you know, it's like, why are you spending that much more? Right, and you can you can always like throw everyone throws out the like, well, it's portable, like yeah, but that's not really how I play my Switch, so I yeah. could just wait and get it for because like I almost grabbed the Messenger too, and because everyone's been talking about that, I'm like God, it's on PS4, it's gonna be like I guarantee you under fifteen bucks on some sale in the next two months before mm-hmm. it even becomes physical on Switch, and when it is physical on Switch, it's probably gonna be forty five dollars or something stupid. That was something on, you know, the Nintendo Switch. We got Breath of the Wild, and I was like, oh, gosh, this is great. And so I was hoping for, like, all these AAA titles coming out. And I don't know, again, with the PlayStation, I'm sure when the PlayStation was released, there were quite a few AAAs coming out fairly quick, right? And then there was two years of, like, let's just up-res everything that we released in the last two years in our other... So (laughs) they kind of actually did the Nintendo Switch route, really. Yeah, porting the Wii U stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just there's there's too many too many of those. Um, I don't know whatever you call them. Um, I call them like mobile phone games where they're just yeah. Oh, they literally you know, are independent games. Cases. Yeah, yeah. So that's super super frustrating. I just want some really good quality games, and they all right now seem like they play the same. Yeah. So. Well, and as like a big Wii U supporter and lover, like there's very little for me to buy because it's just ports yeah. of games that I already loved and experienced years ago. And now that I hear they're like porting like new Super Mario Brothers U over, I'm like, why port that hot trash when you could support or port 3D World? And there's, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but as much as I love the Switch, I'm like falling off of that train pretty hard. So when you experience a when when you buy that um like the remastered game, do you notice a difference at all? If I bought any, I'd tell you, but I'm not wasting my money. <laughs> you didn't? I, I, haven't bought, I haven't bought a single game. Nope. Oh, I thought you had Donkey Kong. No. Okay. I don't know if they look any better. I don't know, but they always just add like a couple new things to it, but not enough to make it worth buying over again. Yeah, I guess I did buy Switch uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild after the fact, just because I liked the game that much. But 
even that, like, you know, people always did the comparison videos and stuff, but like, I honestly couldn't tell. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't tell at all. Yeah. I think like in the case that you mentioned though, with Donkey Kong, I think they added that like funky Kong mode, which was like an easy mode, which a lot of people appreciated because that game is balls hard. Changes the game. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually, I rage quit that game. So that might be an improvement for me, <laughs> but I never beat it on the Wii U because I got so pissed. Yeah, that game is hard. We ended up, we finally beat it at one point, but that was. Donkey Kong games are just terrible because it's a lot of memorization on a lot of that stuff and momentum. Yeah, I still want to beat the one on uh, Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. You haven't beaten that? But I get to the, the, no, I get to the snow levels and the barrels and I'm like, I'm screwed. I cannot get past that section. So I, I think. What is that? Probably halfway through the game. Somewhere around there. I can't remember. I know I beat that one, but it's been so long. I beat that as a rental. I think two was two was a lot harder. I remember like getting to the end and then three. I've never beaten now because I can't. It's just that it's such a crappy game compared to the other two that I just have a hard time playing it. (laughs) That retarded baby Kong adds nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's everybody's go-to, the baby. Yeah. Pick on the baby. Baby Mario, baby Donkey Kong, nobody likes the babies. Well, at least that baby in Donkey Kong doesn't cry like a annoying nuisance every time it gets knocked <laughs> off Yoshi. It isn't the mate game mechanic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, I haven't been doing too much over here. I picked up a phone game that is basically just a clicker do you guys kind of know what those are yeah like pokemon quest Nah, even less than that or whatever okay it's like you start clicking a button and then you earn money for clicking that button so then you spend the money to make something that automatically clicks a button So then your money just so, keeps constantly growing and growing and growing. And it, you just keep spending your money on better ways and more efficient ways to get that button clicked. <laughs> sounds like a wonderful game. Yeah. And I've I've played them before. Way back in the day, there was like Cookie Clicker was a big one. I remember that. And there was a text one that was actually kind of funny. But this one has got me kind of hooked. I don't know why. It's more like a RPG style, I guess. but. Yeah. Well, we got our families together on Labor Day weekend, though, and did a little actual old school game hunting at the flea market. Yeah. And you got some amazing, well, although a little bit of label damage, and by I mean a little, <laughs> I mean 90% of that label was gone. You it was up gone. in time for like <laughs> There was 10 sticker bucks. residue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it had a Sharpie nice. on it. <laughs> yep. We got that. And uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. And yeah, that's right. Putty game. Yeah. You got that that pin set. I'm still uh, really jealous. I, I still have not I have a spot found for that much. pin set. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So do I. I really like the spot I have. But I have a nice new shelf for that. <laughs> so well, maybe it'll migrate over there. We'll see. We'll see. I could properly love those pins. Yeah. So that was cool. I guess the pins was a nice like. It was funny too because like all three of us on the podcast go to that flea market regularly and have like all sort of got to the point where like, it's just not worth going to anymore. 
And then the one booth that I would say is the most typical of that, like not even worth checking anymore, is the one that we scored at. For some reason, we just like got there and he must have just thrown that shit in the case. No one was last weekend and didn't check stuff. And we walked out with an amazing deal, both of us. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was super bummed I wasn't there. Yeah. The pictures were not helping. Like when <laughs> when I when I'm on Twitter and I see you guys, I'm like, oh gosh, I needed to go really really bad. Or the days that I decide, well, I'm not going to go garage selling today. You know, Ryan's like, epic find exclamation <laughs> yeah. point exclamation point. And I was like, I hate you guys so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Like as collectors, we're all like super happy when people find stuff, and at the same time, it's like equal parts. That's amazing, and also I want to stab you right now. <laughs> Super competitive. Yeah, it, but it, at least like if I know that you got it, that's great. Yeah, that's true. It's when you ask somebody Is at a garage it? sale, and they're like, "Hey, do you have any S? You know, any right. of that stuff?" They're like, "Oh, we had one this morning, but we sold it." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, you're uh, right. That's so speaking, the worst. That is frustrating." Speaking of that, I had that happen to me in the worst way this week. So like Monday or Sunday. Somebody had thrown up a Facebook lot in a neighboring town. It was uh, a DS, a Game Boy Advance, a carrying case, like several loose Game Boy Advance games, but then a stack of like complete DS games. And like half of the stack was Pokemon. And then like there was still a loose Pokemon Red or Ruby or whatever uh, for the Game Boy lot. 15 bucks. I'm like, I'll take it. Never heard back. Never heard back. Listing gone. Somebody in town bought it, and now they've been just rubbing it in my freaking face, piecemealing out every game. Here's the one Pokemon game, 20 bucks. Here's the other one, 20 bucks. Right on Facebook like eight, again? Yes, and there's like wow, eight listings, okay. and I just look at this guy's face, and I'm like, man, if I see this guy in the street, like, shit's going down. Like, <laughs> Gonna jump him. <laughs> like, I'm so irritated right now. Not that I wouldn't have done the same thing, because that's totally what I was going to do, but <laughs> still but it's okay then right if it's my lot it's fine yeah yeah jackass i hate that moment when you uh when you do inquire about something you're like yes it, i have to have it it's such a good deal and then no response yeah mm-hmm. and you're like did they get it it's it's like uh like a date when you're asking somebody out where you're like so was that a yes was that a no <laughs> And then you keep on like sending a text every five minutes. Not sure if you got my last text. Um, so is that still available? I'll take it. <laughs> Makes it super awkward and sound very needy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I update my Facebook as if we're a date? For a couple yes. So the couple. status is what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's worse. Like that's the hard part with like Facebook and all that stuff. Is like half the time it never works, never goes through. Right. You know, they just. Yeah, it's just a cock tease. Yeah. But every once in a while you get that sweet victory, but. Or, or you get a good deal and then somebody afterward says, oh, I want it. They. And they're like, oh, sorry, it's sold. And they're like, oh, well, did you know this is worth this much? Or, you know, (laughs) then they tell the seller how much it's worth and then they never get back to you again. I've had that happen a few times. Yes, I have too. You get the counter offer. Well, this person said they do this. And like, that's one thing that I've always done as somebody who like resells on occasion out of necessity. And I don't make a point to do it. I I don't buy lots unless 
it's really the right thing. You know, the, I got to get the deal, but like, I've never taken the higher offer. Like I'm always like, Nope, this person agreed. This is what we set on. Yeah. If yeah. they bail, I will do this. But like, yeah, it's so, cause it's like you, I've been on the other end of that. Like you said, like, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Although Andy, I know you've been that guy for a uh, panic restaurant. Didn't you say you pulled that off once? Like you're like, <laughs> I just want this one game. Like, let me have it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, I don't see any trouble with that. <laughs> oh, you've just ruined some poor bastard's day. That's yeah. Awesome. He probably showed up. Yeah. He showed up to this whole other group and he's like, Oh yeah, I sold one game out of this, but you can still have it or whatever. <laughs> he never updated the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Desperate times you have to go for that, but Yeah. I love the double standard we're like laying out here, like everything is fair <laughs> exactly. game except when it's us, then like rules are off. Like it's yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> we are the hip- we sound awful podcast hypocrites. Yeah, it's so true though. But hey, at least like there's a group of us and we help each other out, which is better than just the guy yeah. straight like flipping and going on Amazon and eBay and yeah, not and, like my brother-in-law. Pick- like I love my like I guess he's not even technically my brother-in-law. They're just dating, but they've been together longer than my wife and I have. So I'll go with brother-in-law. Great guy, but like. Every once in a while, he gets something amazing that I would just kill for. And, like, you know, it's his job to, like, buy and sell stuff on eBay. So it's just like, he's like, nope, you can pay me this. I'm like, dude, you know I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to retail. Like, it's not happening. And then, like, stuff just, like, slips out. And it kills me. Yeah, that sucks. Because, like, if you're not in it to get the cool stuff, you know. Yeah. For your friends, too. That's, yeah. And then, I mean, in fairness, he's hooked me up with some awesome stuff over the years, too. But, yeah, there's some stuff where I'm like, man, I'd have loved that. But not for $150. (laughs) Yeah. So, in addition to the flea market, we got to go to a zoo. Is that what it was? Yeah, I mean, most zoos are just like empty fields with like rickety fences put up and a couple of monkeys and a cockatoo, right? Yeah, I think so. And then At least I like think the, the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. All the best ones. No trees. You don't want that. No. Uh, you just, you don't want any of that stuff. And then you don't want actual bathrooms. Just a few outhouses. Porta potties is great. You know, gotta have those. Yeah. Right. And I think the part that kills me is like, we pay way too much to go to this. I mean, it's fine. You go like every couple of years or whatnot. But then we're taking our kids through and there's like kangaroos and like lemurs and alligators. And like, where did we spend 90% of our visit? Like feeding goats and a donkey. Like, I'm like, we literally could have drove down any country road in any direction and done this for free. Uh, It was great. Yeah. And then that's what I feel like when going to the local zoo where. Like the kids get all excited to see the cows right. and horses. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. There's other animals that you would never see. And they're like, oh, the cows were my favorite. And I'm like, next time we're just going to a dairy farm. <laughs> well, that's the sad Ask. part is like the that zoo we went to in Arthur is actually better than the Fargo Zoo, which is saying like a whole lot about how shitty the Fargo Zoo is too. <laughs> mm. That Tiny- one's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. Like, I've been to the San Diego one, and that's, like, 
world renowned for like they like make the habitat of the the animal you know right there was zero attempt for that here uh, right yeah well unless like... to- wait tortoises normally have uh preschool like jungle gyms in the habitat right <laughs> well, that's normal it's part of their exercise regimen yes my son like the whole drive home was just so convinced and we had a big argument he still won't believe me that the tortoises use this like jungle gym and climb up and go down the slide <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that was not there for them i hate to bring- yes it was naturally i'm like okay like fine wow <laughs> they're very they're very uh very motivated when people are watching to use that place. I guess. <laughs> we got to have fun uh, somehow. I guess. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> anyone been playing anything uh, as far as like, uh, I guess talked a little bit about it, but anyone else download that Mega Man 11 demo on switch or anyone no. else? No. So I did. And I love Mega Man. I skipped it. I'm not a huge, I like, I like Mega Man. I'm not like all nuts about Mega Man. I was one of those kids that like, I knew a lot of people with NESs growing up and I didn't know a single person who had Mega Man. I take it back. The one neighbor kid who was four years younger than me had Mega Man, but it was the first one. So like naturally you look at the cover art, you're not going to play that game. Uh, but this is pretty good. Like I will probably buy it at launch. I mean, it was really well done. It felt very much like Mega Man. It's got like the gears system. So like you change abilities on the fly. Mm. which kind of takes some getting used to but i don't know it's good it's mega man looks pretty sort of feels like what uh mighty number nine should have been i guess yeah i'm excited about it i mean even looking at some of the gameplay online i mean although it is mega man i love i love mega man i love all the games so um yeah that's one i probably will pick up even though i don't have any of the other switch ones i never picked those up um because didn't they have two oh those collections the what was yeah. it legacy and something she else that buy came those out. on playstation remember. 4 though because on the switch one you just get half of the collection and the other half is download only so if you just if oh, you just okay. buy them on the playstation 4 you'll have them physically so yeah and then you can stream them there you go there we plus go. The, su- That's a good idea. the second half ones aren't worth playing anyway <laughs> That's true on really? Mega Man yeah. X. Yeah, they get kind of. <laughs> there's a steep decline in quality yeah. of those games, but. Yeah. They just need to dust off Legends now and bring that back. I think that needs to happen. Legends and Tron Bond. Be a nice bundle. Will they do it? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. If they announce three again, Legends 3. Because that got scrapped with like the other ten games that got canceled. Yeah, they were pretty deep into that one. For I mean, they announced that and were updating it for a long time, and then no, it's done. I think it was I have a, a feeling 3DS. we're gonna see. Yeah, maybe. I have a feeling we're gonna see like a steep shift in focus from Mega Man development to Monster Hunter development, since you know that's been their best selling game ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like, let's do more of that. People like this now. We've been doing it for 20 years, but now it's a success. So, although I haven't heard anyone talk about the uh, export to uh, the Switch, which I have on the 3DS. I just, I can't imagine going back to that formula. That's what I was just going to say. Did did they kind of kill it now? The momentum? I think so. 
I mean, the quality of life improvements were mm-hmm. so good. I mean, it, it's funny. We're talking quality of life improvements when there's still so much that's broken with Monster Hunter Ultimate, but it's so much better than the old formula. I can't yeah. go back. Can't do it. No. Not gonna do it. Nate's no. like, what's a Monster Hunter? Exactly. It's a game that uh, I have on my PS4 stack that I haven't checked out yet. Yeah, that was, I don't know, I had fun with it. Like, Andy, you and I probably played the most of that together. Yeah. Like, you and I probably sunk 30 hours in together, at least. Yeah, we played a long time there for a couple weeks. Yeah, and then you just, like, the fall off was real, because it's like, I can't, like, mentally make myself chase this grind anymore. That was the thing, you were grinding a couple against a couple monsters that just weren't that fun. And then it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think like we stopped like to me, like that was the ultimate experience. Like you push through to the end game and then it's kind of like new game plus where you and I were just like, yeah, it's not <laughs> not worth it anymore. We're yeah. just going to step away. Yeah. But I remember going into GameStop that uh, the day it was released for PS4 and I, I walked in and. I was looking at the Switch things, and the guy's like, oh, you're here for uh, Monster Hunter. And I was like, uh, no, um, I just need to pick up Farm Simulator <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. And the guy just looked at me, and I was like, did it not get released? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And he's like walking around the game store, and he found one in the back. He's like, here you go. Like, it was just one of those Are you telling me moments. that you went to a GameStop on launch day of Farm Simulator for the Switch to buy it? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was duped. It's actually a very relaxing game. <laughs> That's good. There's a few games that I've, I've purchased. You know, I often think of, like, I was going to put this out on Twitter. Twitter. What What is the, like, the worst worst thing that you've ever spent your money on video game wise. Mm. And that might be on there for me. Like I purchased it, walked out of the building and I was like, why'd I do that? (laughs) Not really sure. And I was excited. I was like, well, maybe my son will enjoy the game. And when they say farm simulator, (laughs) it is actually a farm simulator where it's like buying and selling and, and even like driving the tractors is are a little more intense. And he tried it for like two seconds. He's like, Dad, how do you do this? Can you help me with this? And then he'd hand me the controller. I'd do something. I'd hand it back. And then he'd be like, Dad, I need you to do this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to play the game. And <laughs> it just didn't go well. Even like when you try so. and get it off the rails, it's not that fun. Like driving a combine into the city. And all the people are like, oh, yes. the combine. They don't really care all that much. You know, they kind of jump all the way right. a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, I imagine like really the best way to enjoy that game is on PC with like just loads of stupid mods on it and just like completely <laughs> breaking the game is <laughs> probably how you best enjoy Farm Simulator. You're like farming with a DeLorean or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Harvesting wheat with a laser beam. It's glorious. <laughs> Uh, take it back in Why time. Why is this not happening? Uh, I'm sure somewhere on the internet, uh, on the PC community, it is. It is for sure. Yeah. And it's all. I think uh, it's it's based in Europe, so everything's just European and way different. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, what is this? This is no farm I've ever seen. 
Yeah. yeah. Disappointing. It happens to all of us sometimes. I can honestly yeah. say the worst thing I ever picked up was Bubsy too. I remember getting that home and just like the pit in my stomach after about a minute of playing that and realizing I'd spent all my hard-earned allowance money on that. So naturally, I threw my sister under the bus, told my mom that she told me it was a good game and that I should buy it, and that it in fact was not, and then I like <laughs> probably cried, I don't remember. But anyway, I got my mom to return it for me and got my money back, so. How much did you pay for it? I can't remember. It was probably like 20 or 30 bucks, which to me was a fortune back then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even you were able kid, to return it. That's trash. crazy. Well, it was Elko, you know, it was, it was a kind of a, it was kind of oh, a top notch. It's a classy joint. Yeah. It was so classy. It's not in business anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> huh. I can't even think, trying to think of something that I absolutely hated. I don't know. I, cause everything you buy is gold. I kind of like researched a lot when I, even as a kid before the game. internet, like you never got duped on anything. Not really. I mean, I rented a lot for sure. There's tons of that I was awful rents, you know. But sure. Nothing the really. Sting only up. lasts the weekend, then, huh? Yeah. Nice. I wish I could remember what NES game. So this, I can't remember. This was kind of probably '93 or somewhere around there. I traded in an NES game. And it was a decent one, but I can't remember which one it was. And I traded it for the Blue Marlin oh, on the no. NES. <laughs> Why? Yeah, instant regret. Instant regret. And my dad was like, no, we're not going back. We're not going back to the store. And I was stuck with Blue Marlin. But oh, I no. turned out to actually love that game. So it's another relaxing farm simulator type <laughs> game. <laughs> a fishing simulator. You definitely got a type, huh? I, I found myself just driving the boat around and like running into docks and stuff like that. Had a good soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I do actually remember liking those games quite a bit as a kid too. They aren't like the most exciting. There's like a hundred other games I'd rather play over that, but I still liked it a lot. Yeah. I like the Sega bass fishing games a lot. Those are fun. Yeah, those are fun. Especially with the controller if you've got it. Yeah. Still on the lookout for that for the Dreamcast. Hmm. Did you buy those on the Wii? Uh, they got Wii they brought them over. Uh, no, I mean just like any type of fishing game on the Wii. Oh, I have that Rapala or Rapala one with like the little weird attachment yeah. thing that was like six yeah. bucks, and played that for about five minutes before I decided it was stupid. And I think I feel like people went crazy for it. Like you know, just the the hunting fishing guys were like, oh my gosh, realistic fishing with the Wii remote? Wow. I'm in. Air quote realistic, yeah. That's true, though. I did yeah. have a, a plethora of, like, whatever type of utensil you could use to catch and kill any animal. There was a game and an accessory for it on the Wii. Yep. Like, there was a crossbow. There's like, 50 kinds of guns. A few fishing poles, yeah. It, I mean, if you think of it, though, like, the way they created the Wii and the way they uh, put it to market was really brilliant. I mean, mm. bowling, they got bowling people like, yeah, we need to have this. And, and so then they go ahead and, and purchase the bowling game or the fishing guys. Like it just, yeah, they really brought a ton of people into gaming. It was where it got really weird where the people were buying the plastic bowling balls. Right. As if they were like the real balls, you know, that. 
that was a, like a step too far, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the thing with the Wii is like, it was a resounding success and it has like a d- dozen or so like amazing games, but like to 90% of the world, that wasn't a Wii, that was like a bowling simulator. Because like, that's what sold that thing. Yeah. I mean, remember they used to like they used to do like all the local Applebee's had like Wii Bowling League nights and like it was all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The way that I think that's all that's all VR now. There's like 20 fishing games on VR, you know. I can see that being all right. I still want to try out. I want to try out VR. I've never done that before. Yeah, I think that'd be you cool. Have to come on down sometime. The only thing I don't like about it is like I sweat a lot. So then, like I'm ripping it off and like handing it to someone else to put on their face, and it's like you're just exchanging bodily <laughs> fluids at that point. So it's a little gross, but still amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's not all. Re- <laughs> it's not all. Uh, they need to sell like relaxing. those like. Toilet seat, like pull out things. Like they should have like a box of those that you buy. To, like strap in the VR headset, put on your face, and like you dispose of it and hand it to the yeah. next person. Let's PlayStation wipes. Let's let's patent this and get it going. This is a million dollar idea right here. I think that was like one of the problems that they had at the when they were showing them off at all these conventions. Oh like, yeah. So all of a sudden, like nasty. Who's gonna want a pink eye? You know, right. That's intimate gaming yeah. right there. <laughs> or you come out with like somebody's mascara all over your face. Oh, oh gross. Because <laughs> you imagine if there had been like VR, like when we were in middle school, you'd like go over to like some guy's place and you'd like probably smear like dog shit in his headset and like, here, try it on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure it happens now too, but like, yeah. For well, that sure. was called, that was called uh. the virtual buy. It was dog shit in there. <laughs> The problem with that, though, is literally no one had one, so you couldn't pull that yeah. <laughs> joke on anybody. Toys R Us had the last laugh. There was like three guys at the end of the aisle. <laughs> Dumb kids. Oh, man. How did we get down this rabbit hole? <laughs> the Wii. That's how. Nintendo Wii. Yep. All comes back we to did it again. <laughs> All roads lead to virtual boy. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Like some dude like made a custom like hack job thing. Like he consoleized his uh, virtual boy. There was a YouTube video that went up like a week ago or so. Just like a straight box console. You pl- plug the cartridge in, displays right to a TV. Pretty yep. sweet. I mean, obviously there's no 3D, but like the 3D effect added almost nothing to all of those mm-hmm. games anyway. Especially yeah. the best ones. It didn't matter. So I would love to be able to just play my virtual boy on a TV and not have to stick my face in it. I might use it then. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. But when's the last time you actually played the virtual three boy? Three years ago, probably or four. Yeah, really? I bought it well before I started like doing the YouTube channel and everything. And yeah, no, I. <clears throat> but no, I uh, when I got it, I played it a lot for the first two weeks, and then like most of the experiences are so shallow, and the one that wasn't was. The two that I think aren't are Mario Tennis, which, again, I played enough of that, and then Wario Land, and I beat most of Wario Land, and then I was like, I I feel no desire to come back to this. Looks really cool on the shelf, though. Mm-hmm. 
That's still that's still something I want though. Because of the shell factor. Yeah. I definitely want one. Yeah. That's why I got it. Like I was like, this is a holy grail. I never thought I'd get one, and now I have two, and I don't know why. My wife uh, tried it at MGC and she actually enjoyed it. So she's like, we should get one of these. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you'll actually play it. <laughs> Joke's on you. She's like in bed playing it every night. I'm like, oh, I guess, <laughs> right. I guess it was worth it, honey. I see the world in red now. Yeah. Yeah. That's one I've just never been interested in. Like yeah. I've tried it at all the conventions and stuff like that. And I don't know. No, I've never even, you had don't one have one 10 before. of them. That's I find that odd for like how many games you've bought and sold and picked up over the years that you've never yeah. come across. I mean, I've had my chances, but I, none of them have ever been right. an amazing deal. I would if it was, yeah. you know, something you couldn't pass up, but just never. Where did you get yours? Uh, no, was it at, like, two Craigslist deals. Um, one, I spent like a hundred and I think I gave the guy 150, which was a lot, but I was just like dead set on getting it, but it came with most of the library. Um, and then I bought a backup one because, like, I started noticing after I got mine that, like, it had some flicker, which is common, so it didn't always display correctly. Then I bought another one for sixty yep. on Craigslist. Like, I, it was all within like nine months. And then that one, everything tested out perfectly, and I got it home and I started cleaning it. And I accidentally rubbed too hard on the visor adjustment when I was cleaning the filth off of it, and it slid. And yeah, I fucked the right oh. eye on that one too. So like, I have two mm-hmm. that don't work. And I could take it apart and fix them. I know how, like, but it's just not worth the effort. Because even if it worked a hundred percent, I would never play that thing. It's just not worth it. That's the worst part. I mean, if it's mostly a shelf piece, yeah, when it's that brittle as well. <laughs> well, I've I've talked to people who have like done like the repairs on it, yeah. and like not they've because you there's a couple ways to fix it. You can like either reheat it. Cause like the ribbon ribboning go, ribbon goes out um, or you can solder it. And like, I've like seen yep. several videos and forums where people are talked about like just reheating it and like getting the glue back down and then they'll leave it on a shelf for six months and they come back and it's screwed. Like mm. it's just so touchy. So what I'd like to do with mine is I got the Nintendo power with the um, cover with the virtual boy. So at some point I'm going to build like a little glass display case and I'll have all the I'll have that in the background. I'll have all the games laid out and it'll just be strictly in a box that you can admire because that's kind of all I'm going to do with it anyway. But yeah, I regret the money I put into that. I mean, it was still like I still paid like reasonable, but never again would I. I wish I had like I tried to actually sell it on eBay and nobody would take it. So. (laughs) But it's cool. Mm-hmm. I guess, right? I don't know. It's something. I think I'm looking sweet. at it right now, and it's staring at me because I have a cappy hat from Mario Odyssey on it, so I feel like it's going to murder me. But It is funny how Nintendo doesn't like, acknowledge that. I mean, they oh, completely it. stricken, yeah. they. I think it was like around the 2000s when they removed it from the timeline because it used to be on their, like, on their website. They used to have like, the console history timeline, and it was listed in console and it's been gone for a decade or more (laughs) yeah so yeah it just does not exist which is sad because they could like do a really cool like any other company 
there would be like a virtual boy collection, but no, I just. Oh, God. Uh, virtual imagine? boy classic for one just, eye. <laughs> yeah. It's an R zone. They found like a warehouse full of them and retooled them. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. You yeah. know, I'd, I'd still buy it. I'd you still guys buy seen? It. We're kind of going long, I suppose. But have you guys seen that new peripheral you can buy for sixty-five bucks? Connects to either. Well, it's the same hardware inside, so it works with the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic. And it will run cartridges and then Super Nintendo and Super Famicom cartridges plugs in. So then you can use it like a with cartridges. And then it also mm-hmm. has a USB so you can dump the ROMs so you could run ROMs on it. And then I've heard you can um, actually run other kernels and emulators from it to emulate like a vast array of things. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you could just get RetroArch or something. No. On there. Right. Huh. I don't know. It's just dumb enough that I kind of want to buy one because, like, <laughs> there's no reason for it. But for sixty five bucks, I'll, I'll maybe throw some money at that. Especially when you can stick it in their face to be like, "I'm running ROMs on a, this piece of hardware that I bought from Nintendo." Right. It's too bad. It's not like it doesn't have a slot too for like um, NES and um. Famicom, because then you could put like a tension card in there and just like <laughs> middle finger up, like suck it, Nintendo. <laughs> Tari got the last laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. We're we're ready, ready to the party. Hope you bring lots of spaghetti. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Come on in, it's fun to party with Garfield and friends. Fiesta, siesta, samba, la bamba, ay caramba, disguises, surprises, and pies of all sizes. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Hey you, the kid who missed last week's show. You better have a good excuse. Okay, moving on to the fail bag, where we answer 20-year-old questions from old gaming magazines as if they were addressed to us. Um, This week, I think we're going to do something a little bit different. I found this section in uh, Game Players Magazine. And it is a whole bunch of people writing in with their ideas for making a video game. And I thought I'd list them out and see if we approve, if we think that would be a good idea or not. I can already tell this is going to be great. Yeah. (laughs) Some of them I'm all for, but some of them are ridiculous. Still not quite in the same realm as, what was that one, uh, the guy who wanted a marching band game. But... Oh, yeah, that train wreck. That's right. <laughs> uh, John from Manson, Alberta. I think it would be neat if there were a game about the Army, Air Force, Navy, etc., but not just a fighting game. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So basic training. <laughs> National yeah. Guard, let's sandbag for life. Yeah, more like a yeah. He says more like a training. Uh, that, it, game. Uh, I, I don't mean that as I, I know the National Guard people do more than that. I'm very sorry if anybody's listening. <laughs> I didn't mean that was. <laughs> I appreciate it. Sorry. Good catch. Uh-huh. Okay, Colin Save Kaepernick. It. Okay. But not just a fighting game. More like a training ga- game, kind of like Pilot Wings for Super Nintendo. In this game, you would be trained what? in the Army, Navy, Air Force, or any other military organization, like the Taliban. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the Army. So a military simulator. Yeah, pretty much. Ha- um, I mean, don't it, they kind of, does, doesn't this exist? Isn't there like an Army released game? I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they like it's a recruiting game. Yeah. And if you screw up, you get thrown in the clink and then you're just in there. <laughs> so I guess this kind of comes to fruition, but a bit. also still involves fighting. I mean, what <laughs> does he just want to drive military vehicles and fly planes? Because, well, I think he I think he wants Call of Duty because <laughs> this is before Call of Duty. I was just going to say Call of Duty. He, he says in the army, you would train on a course like the army has or you could make one. <laughs> like Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk Pro Skater style, you make your own training course. Yeah, firing range. Yeah, when an when an, any accidents happen, it would be exaggerated a lot, and it would have great graphics and close ups with lots of blood. Oh yeah, this is definitely Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Kill Cam. It comes around uh, in about twenty years. You're gonna love it. Yeah. There could also be ground assault vehicles to be trained for after mastering a course. You would get a code and then go play war games <laughs> when you won that. So no fighting, though. <laughs> yeah, no fighting. Don't fight. Oh, this kid's confused. <laughs> when you won at that, you'd go it's on a still real going? mission. So you have to train, do war games, and then win at that, and then go on a real mission. Yep. And when you beat the game, it would be a spectacular ending with medals and ceremonies. <laughs> wow. What was this kid's name? Uh, John from Manson. John, that sounds yeah. stupid. <laughs> I agree. He had me for a little bit, and then he just kept going with it. It's too much. Military Simulator 2018. <laughs> I'm really stuck on this simulator <laughs> thing right now. Like 2006 to 2018 is going to be this guy's heyday, because he had about 50 options for any of the things you just mentioned. That last level where you have to deal with PTSD is a real bitch. Okay. <laughs> just like strapped to a chair. It's a virtual reality <laughs> section. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that would make a great game. I uh, no unhealthy. realism and training. Yeah, nine eleven's gonna happen, and that's gonna kind of screw up anybody wanting to make the game that you're describing. <laughs> yeah. Military, like actual simulators to the general masses, is not. Anything that will be done, I'm sure. No. Certainly doesn't play in 2018. People that that buy a military game want to shoot something. Yep. Or somebody. Call of Duty. For sure. Or Battlefield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Battlefield. I'm guessing this guy has played his fair share of those games by now. Oh, yeah. For sure. If we could write him back and just say, hey, man. What year is this (laughs) from? Where you at these days? Uh, let's see. It's got to be early 90s. 94, maybe. 
There's Top Gun on the NES. That's <laughs> yeah, true. There you go. Check that one out. That's a simulator. Play with the U-Force. It's the only way to really get the full simulation. <laughs> get the real <laughs> feel of it. Gotta do it. If you can land that plane on that <laughs> that carrier with the U-Force, I think you could land a damn plane you on real. fly a damn jet. <laughs> I'm qualified. <laughs> I once landed in Top Gun with the U-Force. <laughs> basically the same thing <laughs> that's my military voice i like it. it's not far off it's, it's very fitting <laughs> it's pretty close <laughs> okay this guy doesn't have a name good yeah uh he says I think there should be a game based on Street Fighter 2, but have superheroes in the place of the characters. For example, Batman vs. Wolverine, The Incredible Hulk vs. Superman, Cyclops vs. Wolverine, and so on. Each superhero keeps special abilities and has his or her own place to fight. Gotham City, Metropolis, or whatever. As well as the option to play in comic or animated. Well, did this guy also go on to develop Injustice and Injustice 2? <laughs> Or Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. Today's your day! <laughs> I was gonna say Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> well... What year was that one? Same? same yeah, this issue. is all... Yep, same issue. So, yeah. Uh, you got a lot of these games coming up. Maybe it was bad, your idea. Congratulations. We have bad news for you. Feeding, fighting games peaked at Street Fighter 2. There will never be any other games like that that will feature any other characters forever. So, not gonna happen. No. Sorry. They decided to quit. Well, they were ahead. Oh, yep. Fact. Plus, this guy's an idiot. Batman versus Wolverine? That's DC versus Marvel. That would never happen. I... Although it should. <laughs> well, Wolverine would win. I mean, obviously, he can't die. Well, that's not true. He can die. <clears throat> he He would win. Guaranteed. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Batman's the weakest of them. I don't know. Spider-Man sucks. <laughs> but he's got a they web made a whole slinger. game about him. It sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I must have missed the like why that hit the hype train the way it did. I would. I'll derail. I'll derail if I go into this. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next example? Uh, so this guy, uh, the one we just heard, basically made a wish for games that came out aplenty and were most of the time pretty good. Mm -hmm. This guy also gets this next guy also gets his wish come true, but I really wish he wouldn't have done this. Uh, Jesse from Matoka, Tennessee says. Why hasn't a game company made a game about Garfield? Odie, Normal, Pookie, and John could get kidnapped by evil aliens and Garfield has to save them, or else he won't get dinner. You can use enemies such as mailmen, bad children, huge dogs, and aliens. When you finish one stage, you rescue, for example, Odie, and he gives you tips to help you through the next level. And lasagnas as one-ups. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out why they ever made an animated series of Garfield. I, I don't need I don't need an answer to why they never made a Garfield game, because it sucks. I know. Which it. one are you talking about? Does it matter? Yes. 
They're yes. all bad. No, no, no. That's not true. Yes, the one that was on when we were kids with like the alternate like segments that would like have the farm animals. You guys liked yeah. this shit? Yeah, well, yeah. That was yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. No, you're insane. It was hot trash. That, no. That's good stuff. Oh, wow. No. You guys go Maybe you're missing. You guys go back in time and like lobby with fucking Sunsoft to have a Garfield game made on your Super Nintendo then cuz <laughs> Okay, I'll go back and sit on my recliner and watch Garfield and Friends. And there was a Garfield game on Garfield and Friends. So too. There was a Garfield game on uh Game Gear, so it already happened. There you go. Done. Yeah. And I'm sure it sucked too, just like Garfield and Friends sucks. No. That's not true. Bill Murray said it best. <laughs> In Zombieland. Well, that movie was a different story. When they asked him if he had any regrets, and he said, I don't know, Garfield maybe. So there you go. The almighty Bill Murray shit on Garfield too, so point per I, I don't think Jim Davis regrets Garfield. I think he's made a lot of money off Garfield. Or his bank account. <laughs> yeah. He may have some regrets, and then all, like he had this desire to be a big illustrator for a major comic, and He's doing Garfield, and then he looks at his account every day, and he's like, never mind. I'm okay. I think yeah. I'm okay. Well, especially, he probably, I'm guessing he's not even writing it anymore. No. It's still going? Garfield's got to be gone, right? No, it's really still know? going. It's in the wow. paper. The people still get papers? Yeah. Oh, Amazing. Gosh. They're a real thing. You can't, you can't stop Garfield. You can. No. And we should. No. I will say... I watched sucks. No, the new Garfield is terrible. Tomato, tomato. No. (laughs) After spaghetti. Good job, Andy. Andy's holding his ground. He's like, no, you're wrong. Have you you guys watched this as an adult? Have you watched Garfield and friends in the last three years? Uh, Yes. Bullshit. No, I have. And when the, uh, when the intro plays and at the very end of the song, there's one quip that Garfield does. That's like good comedy material every single episode. I'm in a grants. Sorry, Ryan. If ever there was a time for someone to write to the show, now is the time to do it. <laughs> like somebody set this Garfield nonsense straight. And where can they send those can emails we, can to? Can we dial Justin in? I wonder if he's available to pop in here. <laughs> Hopefully he hates Garfield too. He never watches anything. Yeah. He... Weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at WeekendRentalPC. Tell us how much Garfield and friends let us know how. Let us know how, how much Ryan's wrong That's right now. So not wrong. That duck wore an inner tube. There's an eighth circle of hell for... Exactly. For Garfield and Friends, the animated series, and Jim Davis. So. Well, now that I know you're kryptonite, I'm going to expose it big time. <sighs> what we need to do is introduce them to the one that's on Netflix now. It's like a 3D modeled one. I'm aware of it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched it. I'm not the, going to watch it. The old one's way better than that one. Actually, uh, my kids you were watching that like the other Heath day. You guys probably like Heathcliff, too, huh? Your kids are watching the new yes. one? Yes. Heathcliff sucks too. Are you kidding me? You had a terrible childhood. No, I watched good cartoons. Now, what's your, like, as far as comedy cartoons, what's the best? 
But what are we talking? Like era? Like period back then? Yeah, like early 90s. There was yes. like Rescue Rangers, there was DuckTales, there was Turtles, literally 20 other things before Garfield. Garfield was like the filler shit between like good shows on Saturday morning. Hmm. I watched it strictly because it was on and only in passing. Uh. No, you guys are absolute. There's no, you guys are so wrong. You're being stonewalled. I don't give a crap. I don't know if I'll put it above any of the Disney stuff, but it's, it's definitely up there. No, it's still good though. It's still good. I gotta go. I can't, I can't deal with this. Feel free to send that email out. Okay. October 23rd is the next time I pick a, a something to watch, I guess. So stay tuned for that. Here we go. (laughs) You want to hear an hour of Ryan ranting? (laughs) Tune in. Uh, Okay. Back to this guy. Anyway. uh, Yeah. They made a lot of Garfield games and they're not very good. Apparently there's like about Garfield. (laughs) Apparently there's like a Pokemon go ripoff of Garfield. No, too, where you can catch Garfield's. (laughs) just garfield's yeah uh he's a cat that eats lasagna that should be enough it's bad you lay any lasagna in front of any cat that's real life okay let's go on to the next one before i rage (laughs) you already have raged i hate mondays too he's very relatable (laughs) okay this next one from nathan i think is the real winner here was this nate back in the day hey you don't worry about what i wrote back in the day (laughs) he says my idea of a great game would have the player as either bigfoot or the loch ness monster (laughs) if you played yeah if you played as bigfoot you did evade the police fbi and bigfoot researchers the object would do, would be to escape from a cage, get through the city, and back to your home in the mountains. As the Loch Ness Monster, you'd have to get to the other side of the lake to save your friend. On your way, you'd need to dodge researchers and other sea monsters. Here's what I think. I love this idea. I want <clears throat> this to be done in the style of A Way Out, where, like, Bigfoot and Nessie are like buddies <laughs> and you're both fleeing like the CIA together and, like fucking I'm Bigfoot I hopped on Nessie we're like jumping over bridges and shit you know we hit a land bridge what are you gonna do well Bigfoot's gonna have to lug this old sea monster over like that teamwork it's gonna be great <laughs> this is a perfect idea let's make this happen somebody somebody make this happen please I like the Bigfoot idea. I think that's great. That totally makes sense. And could be a good stealth game sneaking around. It'd probably be a mobile game, but it'd be be a good idea. Kind of like a Grand Theft Auto where like the star level goes up as you try and escape. That should happen. Nate's like, what's a Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm new to I that. I think this would be great. Either scenario. I think both combined, though, in like a bizarre way would be amazing. 
There might be some limitations with just the Loch Ness monster. That's why you need to do yeah. both. Um, like they can, it's like you, you overcome maybe obstacles. Do the combo. Like Bigfoot's back against the cliff. Five guys with guns. What are you gonna do? Nessie will save me. You dive in the lake, hop on that bitch, ride across. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I love it. I want them to put a level in the game where they have all those idiots from like, uh, is it Discovery Channel or like Nature Planet? That go, yes. they're going squatching, and I want there to be a level where you just rip them apart limb by limb, and like hear their screams. And <laughs> I absolutely love that. Oh, this is very squatchy. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, okay, I love that they've done like over like six seasons on that show. Like, why they're not finding Bigfoot? Who keeps funding this? <laughs> Like, I should just make up any, like, mythical creature and get the Discovery Channel to, like, pay me to make a series on not finding anything. It's gonna be great. Well, you need to make one up that flies, because we need that for our game, too. Owlman. Oh! This is perfect! It'll Banjo-Kazooie! Bigfoot's riding on Nessie. Yep. Owlman comes in, picks them both up. You're flying. Oh, this is great. This is- <laughs> Just hang on, Nathan. Good things are <laughs> coming. The, the next AAA blockbuster is here. 2020 on PlayStation 5. I'm trying to think oh. of a good name for it. Big Nessie. Squatch Nest Monster. Squatch Nest Monster. <laughs> 2018. <A> simulator. <laughs> Yes, only simulation. <laughs> Squatch simulator. Realistic physics. Those are the the only games that exist in 2018 are simulation games now, Nathan. Oh, no, I like that was a great idea. I'm a big fan of that. I yeah, I actually unironically like that idea. <laughs> Our last one here. Randy says. I think it would be really cool to have an MTV lip service video game for Sega CD. In a one-person game, the player could be the limp lip syncer. In a two-player game, the other person could be Spinderella. Is this a show that I'm not aware of? I, yeah, must be. I don't recall. It sounds stupid. That's dumb. Sounds yeah. like a Sega CD game, though. It it does sound like well, they got like a Mark Wahlberg game, like crisscross, and yeah. If there was a platform to this for this to come out on, it would be Sega CD. But sadly, I, this is the worst. This this idea, this idea you have, it's just this is a terrible, terrible idea. What is what does he want to do with lip syncing? I'm thinking this had to be a game show because what was it called? MTV's M- what? MTV Lip Service. Yeah, this had to be a game show. Yeah, he just wants a lip sync in a game. Like, yeah, what? it's a game show. Here. Turn on Rock Band, yeah. unplug your mic, and you should be good to go. go. <laughs> so, who? Both hosts were joined by a rap style disc jockey. Is that Spinderella? Spinderella. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what that was, but obviously nobody remembered it, and MTV's been dead for a long time. Sorry. Sorry, you bought a Sega CD too. Yeah, that's worse. Never thinking somebody the name Spinderella was cool. That's my middle name, <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got. So, uh, Justin, you want to take us out? 
Oh, yeah. Not it. Who, who's doing that? Yeah, I, I, I have Dang to end it. this segment, so I can't go into another segment. Right, so. that would be silly. And I did the intro. Yeah. So. I'm the new guy. Nate, you're it up. Sounds like an intern job. <laughs> Maybe if you do good at this, we'll have you back in the next one. We'll see. Okay, trying to go for episode three here for me. All right, make sure you go check out all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter as well. And as always, be kind. Rewind. Bananas. Bananas. Garfield fucking sucks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I <laughs>